graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. I'm talking about the real daddy that handles the fucking business. Nobody ever says, hey, daddy, thanks for knocking out this rent. <laughs> hey, daddy, I sure love this hot water. <laughs> hey, daddy, it's easy to read with all this light. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, the guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And sorry, people, for the usual delay like we always do. We never record on the nights that we're supposed to record because Paul's like, Oh, I can't. I can't record because you're recording. You're coming over too late. And Paul's like, Well, I'm going to tell the story then on why you were late anyway. And I don't mind telling the story because... What the hell's going on upstairs? Somebody's getting beat upstairs. Somebody's getting beat upstairs. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, at least we're on record here in front of the, the the live camera to say that we weren't involved with whatever the fuck just happened upstairs. Kelsey is probably beating her sister. That's, you know, that's usually yeah. what happens. So Paul has a visitor in his house, his sister-in-law, I guess. Future sister Future sister-in-law. But it is what it is. No, well, last week, okay, well, my birthday came and I got a couple of dollars and I'm trying to fucking get myself into a mentally better healthy state and maybe paul doesn't fucking appreciate this because paul has someone that lives with him and takes care of him but i need my house clean i live like a bachelor i needed i need someone to help me clean my house here let me translate for him he's he's a pig i'm a fucking pig yes exactly i'm a pig (laughs) i'm a disgusting fucking pig He's a pig. Well, that being said, and, you know, once again, you know, people, long-term listeners of the show, my, okay, Chris commented, oh, finally, okay, so again, we are getting, we are getting um, notifications. What did Chris say? And big shout out to Chris Mounts, dollar bill, y'all, sexy new maid, oink, oink. Okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Actually, look, if I could afford a sexy nude maid, I would, no, okay. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't a sexy maid. Tell tell the people who it was. No, this isn't, this For long-term listeners of the show, it was my daughter's mother. She had come over to the house. Well, one, she had she had recently uh, she was in a car accident and her car got smashed. That's that's a whole other story. That's not nothing to do with the podcast. But so she needed to get her car out of the you know the lot and all this other shit and paying whatever fines she needed to pay. And I needed my fucking house cleaned. And, you know, right now, our relationship is halfway decent. So I said, look, let's fucking kill two birds with one stone. You need, I need help getting my fucking house in order because no one's there to clean up after me. I'm there by myself. I live like a fucking bachelor. And so I need someone there to 
you know, until I actually get like a real fucking girlfriend, I need someone to help me up and I need someone to give the quote unquote women's touch because guys don't guys don't clean guys. We 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 organize and we fix shit up, but it nowhere is the level of clean that it is when it's a woman. So, no, it wasn't some sexy maid. It was my baby mom. And I understand that sounds that's going to sound crazy. And I know people who listen to the podcast are probably going to come out and say, oh, you know, that's probably a bad idea. And, you know, look. It, let me just answer it for him. Yes, it is a bad yes, idea. Yes, it's a bad idea, but it's not like it's something that's going to happen all the time. And then what had happened was is she was cleaning and we were planning to get everything done by the time uh, that we were going to come. I was going to come over here and record. Then she asked, she said, look, you know, and I gave her, you know, I paid her and she said, could you do me a favor and give me a ride to Walmart? Obviously, her car's smashed, so she doesn't have a car right now. So she said, can you give me a ride to Walmart so she can buy some food for the kids? You know, she takes care of my child, for Christ's sake. And so we go to Walmart. The trip went a little longer than usual. And then Paul's over here. Oh, I, gotta, I can't record late. I got to get up in the morning. And so with that, <laughs> I, know, I could tease him. Before. So, so Paul, okay. Okay. So, so uh, let me, let me, so, yeah. let me, let me talk about this. So Chris gets here usually about seven, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it takes Chris like five hours to figure out what he wants to do for the podcast. So by the time we do record for the podcast, it's 10 o'clock. Like so today. him coming over at like 9, 10 o'clock means we're not going to record till like 11, 11 if yeah. I'm lucky, maybe 12. I have to be to work at 6 a.m. My ass is not going to put up with that shit. <laughs> so so here's yeah. this. See this? Yeah, right, here. Paul, Paul. right here. And it's okay for Paul to give me the big fuck you. And by the way, by the way, by the way, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And a half. And by the way, I can also give you a fuck you because you you did that you did that with your ex over me. And that's bullshit. <laughs> well, no, that's the whole thing is I had planned to be here on time. She had said at the last minute, look, and I, actually and, actually here's another funny thing about this. Chris usually texts me the day. We we had texted like I think Sunday. He's like, so are we recording Monday? I was like, yes. I was like, unless the typhoon comes through <laughs> again, <laughs> like we're recording. So all of Monday, I don't hear anything. I'm like, did somebody rape Chris or something? Like, what <laughs> like the Chris fuck died. happened? So I finally texted him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm with my baby's mom. And I'm like, oh, here we go. But it wasn't <laughs> like that. It wasn't like that. It's not like I'm with my baby mama. No. She, but I'm just saying, like, like you, you blew me too, off for your baby's mother. I blew you off because I, <laughs> one, she has fucking three kids at home. She technically has four kids. She has three kids at home. Her schedule is fucking hectic. And it's it's one of those deals where right now she's not working. I asked her to help me out. I'm paying her for her time. She did a halfway decent fucking job. You know, it's not like I have the luxury of her being able to come over and help clean every any fucking day of the week. So, you know, and once again, I had planned on being here on time. It's just the last minute. She says, look, could you do me a favor and go to Walmart? I don't have a fucking car. Can you please take me to Walmart? You know, sure, yeah, what, you want me to, t- yeah, t- go fuck yourself here? I mean, yes, I guess. Uh, another part of me, you, me, me a couple years ago would have said, yes, go fuck yourself or whatever. Uh, another part of me wouldn't have ever had her in my fucking house in the first place. But I think it's just fucking, you know, common fucking decency that a mother of fucking four asks you to take her to Walmart so she can buy food for her fucking kids. You say, okay, and yes, they're pushed into our plans, and I apologize about that. But, you know, we could have recorded a little later. And then, you know, have an episode out like we're supposed to have instead of waiting three fucking weeks in between each episode. But that's what it is. All right. Well, Paul can give me the big fuck you because in an hour and a half, it is his 33rd birthday. And remember, Jesus died on his 33rd birthday, so just just keep that in mind. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but 33, uh, Jesus Christ, that feels like so long ago. Because, you know, they say, like, 
every seven years. How old are you again? I'm 40, and I just turned 40, and my birthday just passed also in between episodes. I'm 40, but Mm. they say over seven years, like almost every nerve, excuse me, not every nerve, every cell in your body over the course of seven years has died and replaced itself. We have a comment. So seven years, seven years. Oh, okay. Is that my brother? It's, uh, hold on. It is, oh, it's a different, it's on a different page. I don't see the comment. It's, uh, I don't see it either. Oh, it's from a Jeremy Prescrillo. Hi, Polly. Happy almost birthday, bro. Oh, well, is, thank you. Is that you. your brother or your cousin or something? It is my that? brother. Oh, you're, okay. That is my brother. I guess I know your brother by his nickname, not by his real name. So I'm like, who's Jeremy Prescrillo? <laughs> But uh I have many brothers. Oh, you have many brothers. Oh. You'll meet that you'll meet them all if you uh, if you fuck with me too much. Forget about it. The Prescrillo You'll be on the ground bleeding yeah. by the time yeah. <laughs> Oh hi, hi, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know. The scourge of Henrietta. <laughs> but uh okay, so let's see what's going on. So it's Paul's thirty third birthday. It's my fortieth birthday which passed. Um you know, didn't do not that I said I didn't do much, but I did. I went out on a date on my birthday. There was a girl I was kind of talking to on on the dating site that I visit, and we went out on a date on my birthday. And I said, "Look, I said, look, I'm going to lunch. Um, I have to be at lunch. I have to be at work at noon. So I was let's go. I'm going for birthday breakfast. If you want to come, birthday, birthday, birthday. New York City. My birthday breakfast ha- uh, came, and so I said, "All right, come, come, uh, join me." And it was an okay date. For what it was, I mean, she paid. That's nice. Cause it was my birthday, uh, but the next day she kind of let me down, saying that you know she's just not feeling it. And then she's like, "Oh, then." But then here's 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 the weird thing. She goes, "Oh, you talk about your ex too much." And I said, "Okay, fine." But I mean, how am I supposed to tell the story of how I came to Rochester without talking about my ex? I mean, that's the whole reason I'm in this fucking, I'm a stranger in a strange land. What, what did I tell you about that? Well, yeah, but I'm saying it's, it's not like I was talking about it, talking about her. We were talking about, like, she grew up in Rochester and I, had, I was talking about how I came to Rochester. I mean, it wasn't, I learned my lesson. Don't fucking talk about my ex. <laughs> But that being said, I'm that, just saying, man. Like you know, you gotta, you just gotta be careful what you say, because some yeah. girls just take everything to offense. Like everything is yeah, like, like it's like it's like you 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 broke up their religion, and now you now you're excommunicated, basically. Yeah, and it's like, but it's like, it's like, oh, okay, uh, time to let that hair go, a little bro. It's sad. <laughs> you don't know how much trouble you're gonna get him with his friends. And that's and and actually that's exactly what Kelsey said earlier. No, my hair's good. It's gonna stay where it is. Thank you very much. His, 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 she 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 had said, um, just shave it off like I do. Nope. So not happening. It is what it is. It is what it is, and it's staying. If so I was, you can get off was, of me. I mean, well, at the top I was I was pretty thin, so. Like I, I didn't have anything in the front, so I don't know. So it's just I don't know. So I got a bump, I got a scratch on my head there. I don't know what happened. Okay, so what was I saying? Where was I? All right. So then I, I was talking to another girl from my dating site. Okay, let me see. What Chris says: If you date anyone over thirty, they have baggage. Women need to be more realistic and less crazy. Absolutely, you're not gonna find someone over thirty without kids unless they, they fucking had some medical issue that couldn't make them have kids, or you have some fucking you know, and that's that that's and that's an issue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? It says, it's running from your head to your back. <laughs> it is, and that's where it's going to stay. It's good right here. You know, or you'll talk to someone that maybe had kids and lost them or something like that or had a miscarriage or something to that effect. I mean, nowadays women can have kids later and later, but you're not going to have that. You're going to have women that, you know, oh, I would, thought I was in love and I was 20 years old and we thought it was going to last forever, so now I have 18 fucking kids from, you know, 15 different men. 
So, yeah, you got that. And, you know, and, and trust me, I'm not one to fucking point fingers because, yeah, I got my daughter. But I had my daughter late. I had my daughter at 33. I mean, I kind of, you know, I waited. Well, not that I waited. No, no one would let me come inside them. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so that Oh, my said, God. Jesus Christ. So I was talking. Uh, uh. So on a totally, a totally separate thing, I was talking to this other girl. And then she fucking rejected me like today. I was like, I sent her a text. I'm like, are you ghosting me? Because she stopped answering my text. And we were supposed to hang out and all this other stuff. And she's just like, no, I'm not feeling it. So I'm just like, it's been just been one fucking rejection after another. Like, there was a girl I was kind of talking to a couple weeks ago, but she was fucking crazy. You have really bad luck with girls. I have bad luck because I'm just saying to you right now. All right, the girl also, and and I guess Chris, since Chris is on the show, I'll bring back the Cray Cray Chicks. This girl I was talking to was a friend of a friend and was basically told, look, just be nice to her and basically basically i was told just be nice to her and you'll probably get laid so that being said uh i was nice to her and we were talking and stuff like that and so we were we would talk at night right and she'd want to have like all types of crazy sex talk or whatever but then the next morning she was like no i never said that and so yeah i was dealing with like i'm confused i was dealing with legit cray cray um, you know, you're not still talking. To no, no, no. I, I cut her off right quick. And I was like, because we'd have conversations. And then the next morning she's like, and I'm like, oh, cause like, she'll say, oh, let's hang out or whatever. And I'm like, all right, we're going to hang out. And then she'll say, oh, I never said that. And I said, yes, you did. And you know, like, and, and so what are, what are you trying to date? I, look, Can I ask you I that? Don't know. <laughs> I, I have bad fucking luck with, I guess crazy attracts crazy. And oh, so that was Lord. that one. And then the other one, the other two, that one was a friend of a friend, if you want to say that. The friend basically said, here, I'll help you get laid. Here's a crazy chick that you can fuck. And I didn't even fuck her because cause she was that crazy. And yeah. then there was, uh, like I said, then there was there was the one from the dating site who I went on my birthday. And then there was the other one on the dating site who I haven't even met yet. And she's already said, look, I'm not feeling it. So I just got bad fucking luck when it comes to You tricks. got some so, bad luck. I mean, talk about Cray Cray, but that, I mean, in honor of Chris Mounts, that fucking, that Cray Cray, that one from two weeks ago, three weeks ago was genuinely fucking Cray Cray. Cause I mean, and I was like, and I'm like, and I said to her, I even said, I said, are you on medication? Cause sometimes, you know, you can, like, if maybe, maybe she took something to help her go to sleep and it fucked her up. So at night she gets all fucking horny and then she doesn't want to fucking, you know, and the next day she doesn't realize what she said or she was drinking. I said, are you on, are you on medication? You know, I said, do you have a medical condition that I'm not? aware about you know like maybe you're fucking diagnosed with something and I'm, and this is legit i i am not lying or exaggerating in any way shape or form and she was like no 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 I mean, she's just i don't know all right so you're, with yeah. that being said i was okay i think the girl that i was the girl i was talking to that kind of said that she's not feeling me i think she felt like i was kind of rushing for us to meet you know we had scheduled to meet on friday not this friday next the upcoming friday and then i had invited her out last friday and i'm like oh let's well, why don't you come out anyway you know, and she has like social anxiety and all this other bullshit. Well, that should have been an indicator to you right there. Yeah. But. Well, then, but then again, she's saying she wants to fight her social anxiety. Okay, fight your social anxiety and let's fucking hang out. You know, and I'm like, you know, I mean, don't be wrong. Friday nights are for my daughter and it's probably better off that I spent it with my daughter. But I could have told my daughter's mother, look, could you watch her for a couple hours so I can fucking go on a date so I can try to get fucking laid? I'm a lot nicer guy. I'm easier to get along with after I come. So, uh, <laughs> so I go, you know, and, and so. I guess she, and even when the, like one of the last text messages she sent me, she goes like, you're moving too fast. And I'm like, okay, oh, what is it? Chris says, I dated a woman once, so all seemed cool. We, ma- we made out a couple times. We made out hot and heavy. And the next day she called me and said she thought of me like a brother. 
<laughs> what do you make out with? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. It's, um, it's, uh, you make out with your brother? You freak? Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. I hate that fucking, like, I like you like women, a brother. Women are... Because you know what it is? And here it is. It's because I'm fat. It's because I'm fat. I don't think I'm ugly. I say I'm ugly. I don't think I'm ugly. I think I think I'm on the the better side of plain. I don't think I'm an ugly guy. Okay, the goatee well, the goatee's retarded. I understand that. The goatee's a stupid look. But I think if I was thinner or and and quote unquote more attractive, like then I like I said, I don't think I'm ugly. I think if I was thinner, that wouldn't be called aggression. That wouldn't be called aggressive. That would be called like well, let, let me let me tell like, a little I'm story. I'm a take charge kind of. Guy. I, I haven't told this story in a long time. I did I did tell this story on here before, but mm-hmm. I guess this is gonna, we can rehash that story. When I was when I was still dating, I, I, there was a chick, and uh, we kind of you know real real nice chick. Looked really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, had two kids, and uh, she's you know you know you know how girls are. They they sit there and they say, oh well you know I don't know if I want a relationship. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then you know they kiss you, and then you they, you get the right you get the impression, then you take them on a date, and then all of a sudden they start like acting really weird with you, and you're like, oh okay, what's going on here? And then she you know she she said I remember this chick because she said the one line and you'll know which line I'm talking about when I say it because I've said this a couple times mm-hmm. but um you know I'm sitting there going I was like you know you know what's going on because you you seem to have pulled back on me a little bit I mean I'm not trying to rush anything here I'm not trying to do anything I'm just trying to figure out what's going on she's like well she's like well you know I just you know I don't want to like I said to you I just want to be you know I just want to be you know see where things you know I just want to have I don't know. It was it was it was stupid. Yeah. You know how Should they, they the pot. whatever excuses they they come up with these stupid excuses. And so I looked at her. I said to her, I was like, so let me get this straight. So you, you want to take thing? You don't you don't want to be in a relationship yet? You kissed me. What, what what's that all about? She wants, they want to have their cake and eat it too. And, and here here's then the exact word she used to me. She's like, sometimes a kiss is just a kiss. At that moment, I immediately texted her, and that's when I had like fucking balls of steel. I'm just like. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm sorry, but if I'm like, if you want to be friends, it's great, but that's all I want. Cause honestly, you know, you can't say that. I'm like, I'm not going to be wasting my time with you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, these women think like you can't just sit there, kiss somebody and be like, and think a guy is just going to be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Whatever. No, we get it. We get a thought in our head. Like, Hey. Maybe this chick likes me, and then all of a sudden it's just like because oh, well, women, I'm could get move a, women could get away with that shit, you know, saying like they could get away with doing something like that, and then at the next the next day having no accountability for their actions and say oh no, I was just a kiss is just a kiss or whatever. So you know, I just like I said, I'm just frustrated because I think I think if I was a better looking guy, and like I said, when I say better looking, I don't think myself is ugly. Okay, the beard, the goatee's stupid, and I'm a fat fuck. But you know, I think if I was a if I was more quote unquote attractive, you know, it wouldn't be they wouldn't even say no. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you got to push up on somebody, but you know, I spend all day at work, and this is I could kind of put this to a Facebook post I made earlier today. I spend all fucking day at work saying be aggressive, be aggressive, be aggressive, get those sales, get those numbers up, be aggressive. You know, I was a correctional officer for ten years. You know, be aggressive, be aggressive. Don't let them take advantage of you. You know, to the victor goes the spoils. You know, don't be a pushover. Don't be a fucking. Don't be a floor mat. You know, be aggressive, be aggressive. And well, apparently, I'm not. It's not that I'm not being aggressive. Is I'm not attractive enough. Because if I was attractive, then I wouldn't be aggressive. I'd be yeah, but okay, getting let me, late. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> let me say this to you, okay? Let me say this to you. First of all, women in Rochester are crazy. Okay, my girls from Pennsylvania. 
There's a reason. <laughs> like, she came from Pennsylvania. I don't deal with these crazy chicks in Rochester. Yeah, I've That's had, the I've thing. Had, like, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had chicks that sit there and say, like, uh, you know, they, they sit there and they're, like, telling me that they're going to move. That they want me to, you know, they, they introduce me to their child within the first month and then want me, like, or talking about, you know, getting in a relationship. And I'm sitting there, like, well, not getting in a relationship, but, like, um, you know, getting yeah, getting closer kind of, yeah. and shit. And then all of a sudden... A month, like two minute, two months into the relationship, oh, I'm done with you, and oh, by the way, I'm f- I'm fucking this new dude now within a matter of a week. Like Cause that, cause that's because like, that's that's how crazy these chicks are, man. They, you give you get the guy pussy, you get their fucking claws in them, and they they find a halfway decent dude and try to fucking trap him. And I hate to sound like that, but that's how I feel about it. Well, no, this chick wasn't trying to trap me. This chick, like, I, I just don't think that she would... Well, first of all, she was ugly as shit. I don't even know why the fuck I dated that piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, but girls... I mean, girls know how to cater to a fucking guy's ego. They know what to say, what the guy needs to hear, what, you know... Yeah, no, I agree with that, and then, but that, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, like... You need to understand that, well, number one, Roger chicks are fucking crazy. Uh, my brother Jeremy, if he's still watching, can tell you a couple stories <laughs> about that shit. Um, then if you find a decent one, you get these fucking parents that are like, oh, no, no, you're not good enough for my daughter, so you can't date her. Mm-hmm. That happened to my brother, too. That's a long story, but I'm not going to talk about that on here. Um, but also, like, you get the you get these girls that are like, oh, well, yeah, you look decent, and we should, we should go out in a day. And then they're like, they talk to you, and they're like, I'm not interested anymore. Basically, what you need to do, let me let me make this clear to you. Here, here's here's what you need to do. Number one, don't mention your ex. Yeah. Don't mention anything about your ex. Don't even mention this podcast at first. Oh yeah. So no, I'm gonna yeah, tell you right now. Let them bring it up to you. <laughs> let them Google your ass because let me let me tell you something right now. If a girl really is interested in you, next to the, the second date that you go on, she should be sitting there going. So I so I, I googled you. <laughs> and you should stop podcast. it right there and be like, be like, why are you Googling me? Who the me? fuck is Paul? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you Googling me? Like, what, what the fuck is no, that all I about? Know. There's, there's bound to be some stalking. I understand. But, and, and then number two, you should, set, you should set one rule. Nobody is to see your daughter until you've been in a relationship for three months. Okay, that's the rule you should be setting. Don't fucking sit there and tell a girl that, oh, oh, by the way, I'm out to lunch with my daughter. Why don't you come over here? They will run for the fucking hills. <laughs> gotcha. they, whether or not they have a fucking daughter or five children or what, they will run for the hills because they're like, this guy's immature. She doesn't even know me. I haven't even gone on a date with him. Fuck him. Mm. No. Do not fucking let them. Do not. Do not. Do not introduce your kid to a girl until you've been with her for three months. After three months, when you're starting to, when you sit there and you go, okay, I'm comfortable with this girl. I think this girl is going to be something that's going to be around at least for a while. Okay. Why don't we, you know, bring it up to her and be like, look, it's been three months. I think there's somebody that you, that you can, I can trust. Why don't you come meet my girl? It'll be easier for us because then, you know, on the weekends when I have her, she can be around, you know? Yeah. And that's what you really want. What, what's that right there? Uh, oh. <laughs> what do you say? Saying, you guys. Oh, oh, you guys. Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm just speaking the truth here, man. I'm Italian. I fucking can do that shit. But yeah, like, you know, and, and, number, and number three, number three, just be you. Fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. if they sit there... If they sit there and they try to fucking, you know, let them, let me put it to you this way. Let them, the the, the one thing that I used to do, here, here's what I used to do. This is what I used to do. So I, I, what I would do is I would, the one thing I would do is I would, I would see if a girl would, how do I put this? Like talk about themselves the whole time. Like they would sit there because you get these girls that are like really about themselves. Oh yeah, you know, I do this, me, 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 me. And they never ask you a question. Mm-hmm. That's the type of girl you go, 
let's say like you were gonna go out, you were gonna take her, to, you were gonna take her to dinner, and then a movie. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of girl you you get to dinner. And you're like, all right, have a nice day, and get the fuck out yeah. after you're done with the dinner. You be nice about it. You let her go, and you get the fuck out. I've done that. I don't want to fucking deal with you know. Sometimes I get a I, I, I go on one day and when I went out on a date or something, I would be like, the fuck is this? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, you have a nice day, you know. And I'm just what, I, what I'm saying to you is like, you just need to. I mean, maybe, I mean, really, I'm going to be honest with you. It's called Tinder. Just get yourself fucking laid. That's yeah. all I'm saying to well, you. Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, but I'm, that's the whole thing is right now I'm not, it's not about here, getting here, laid. But, 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 but they, here's what I'm the, saying to you. Yeah. This is what I'm saying to you, though. Okay, it's not about you getting laid, but you want to get laid. Mm-hmm. Because half, every other word out of your yeah. mouth when you're talking about a girl is getting your dick sucked or getting laid. Okay, <laughs> man, I'm sorry, but that's that's the truth. Right. So why not do this? There's no There's no reason why you can't have... 50 goddamn dating profiles and still be on Tinder. Okay? True. I never had Tinder when I was dating. Okay? If I had Tinder, I would get laid all the fucking time. I would find the... I wouldn't even care if the chick was ugly. I put a fucking bag over her face and fucked the shit out of her. That that's that's I, that sounds kind of <laughs> fucked up, but I'm serious, man. If I had Tinder, well, I had, like I would be, I, had, I would be like I think fucking I have a home Tinder run. account. I've had a Tinder account. It's just after no fucking activity, <laughs> you know, no one's. Well, you also got to be active. You know what I'm saying, yeah. man. And you got to, you know, and don't for and do do me a favor, dude. Don't uh, look. Don't go for a girl out of your league. What I mean by that is, don't try to go for the goddamn supermodel that you think is is stupid and just wants to fuck you. Gotcha. What's going on there? Well, let me see. <laughs> Paul! <laughs> Paul! What? It's just, that's it. Just Paul. This is uh, Paul exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Paul! No, but... Uh, yeah, what would I say? Uh, e- uh, whatever. Um, that's your man talking. But I'm just saying, like, you you just, you know, you... Yeah, no, it's... it's look, I had a Tinder... It's, look, right now, I guess I'm just... I'm in a different state right now, and I'm trying to get my shit... I'm trying to get my shit together. I have my fucking house getting clean... You know, I'm trying by your ex, mind you. By my ex, yes, okay. But uh, it's something. It's good for my fucking mental health to fucking to 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 kind of get my shit organized. You know, it would be nice to have a halfway decent apartment. So if I did meet someone, I can have them come over to my house. No, and I totally agree with you. I don't exactly. You you know, I don't. I totally agree with you. But what I'm saying to you is, is you need to, you need to leave yourself open for whatever can happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not just. I'm I'm not saying that, and and I'm being that. I'm being serious. Like you need to leave yourself open Mm -hmm. to being able to, yes, have sex with girls randomly if you want. But also, if something comes up where you just date a girl and, hey, you know, the girl's good, you know, okay, maybe I don't need to be on Tinder now. You know, because Tinder, honestly, like anybody that's on Tinder basically is, you don't want them. Yeah, you're there to hook I up. I mean, don't get, if a girl on Tinder says to you, mind you, I've never been on Tinder, so I don't know this, but mind you, from what I've heard, if a girl on Tinder sits there and says she wants a relationship, come on now. <laughs> that's not what that, that's not well, what that's that the same for. thing, like, with girl, okay, so, you know, says. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna put a bag over her head and fuck. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's the old Paul. That's uh, the old me. But it's but that's the whole thing. But that's the same thing when girls go on dating sites and they say they want a fucking friend. I'm looking for a friend. Well, you're on the wrong fucking site. They, then go to a friend site. You want friends? They go on Facebook. You know, everyone in the fucking world's on Facebook. You can make a million friends. You can literally add well, it's, someone it's, it's as it's a the friend. It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. I remember that when when you know I was on Plenty of Fish. Like it's the same thing. Like it's like. Oh, I just want to meet a friend. I'm like, why? Well, you're on a dating site. Yeah, I know. Like, why? If you want a friend, go go <laughs> to go. Facebook. You get plenty of friends. Go to Twitter. What's the other you one? I'm trying everyone, to think. You could like, 
you could literally oh, add everyone. Well, well my I think favorite, they have, like limits. You my probably... favorite on these dating sites is where they have like a laundry list. Your teeth have to be clean. You have to be. You have to six foot have four. a diet diet of whatever so many calories a day. Oh my god! I wanted like I saw that on one profile and I wanted to message her and just be like, "Are you fucking psycho?" Yeah. <laughs> Like, are you a fucking psycho? Because I have a feeling that's what it is. I, I just don't understand. I really don't. I saw, and that's what happens. Like, you get a couple of these girls that are like, I want this and I want the perfect man. I want this, 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 and this. If you put a laundry list on, you will not get the perfect man. You will get the douchebag that just wants to use you for sex. I'm yeah. sorry, but that's what it is. So, all right. So, let's move on to Oscar letters. No. Okay. Come I don't want to hear these. Come on. Let's go to Oscar letters. Okay. Let me see. How many of them are There's there? two of them. One's short, one's long. Okay. So, that's the, what, she so said. What, it happened, what it happened was, I guess I made a post about me being angry. Then my friend says, my other friend just asks, what's going wrong? What's, what's keeping you from focusing on your happiness? I said, I need to stop expecting people to do what I think they ought to be doing, even if they said they're going to do it. I just need to let it go. Try to come. Th- I, I, I try to come through all the time, and I have to learn to deal with frustration and disappointment that comes uh, with others not coming through for me. So, so Oscar, like, Fucking took a screenshot of that. And then he says, Chris, let's stop with this anger. You constantly complain about how people in society in general always let you down. No one owes you a damn thing. You're right. That's true. You should always expect people to fail you as you failed so much in life. Wow. How could you <laughs> How could you pound your chest in anger where your life has been an utter shit show? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the whole thing. I put my faith in people. Oh, Oscar. Fucking... Like, do, do you? Oh, my God. They've all let me down. Goes, I've listened to every single episode. The most eye-opening one was the one you did with the comic book men, where you revealed your downfall as a correction officer for a piece of junky dope-head pussy. Dope-head pussy. Uh, damn, you're an ugly, fat fuck, but jail pussy? Wow. It, it makes me think of one of those seasons of Orange is the New Black. Yeah, the, the, like the first season with a porn stash. Uh, then your stories of fights and failure, your demons and anger issues, you, you yourself being arrested. What the fuck, dude? Uh, you really make me feel good about myself. If you haven't figured out by now, no good deed goes unpunished. And then you are as stupid as you look. (laughs) Sorry for the harshness, but I really think you need a dose of of tough love. I read your post from time to time, and it's always either I'm so smart and wise and everyone is a lemming, blah, blah, blah. Do yourself a favor and have Darrell take you out of your misery. (laughs) By the way, uh, when we'll be hearing the pistol packing article, more episodes... More when when Chris decides to get Wi-Fi. Fuck Toonami. Both your number one fan and number one critic, Oscar. P.S. Thanks again for letting me appreciate that my life isn't so much, my life is so much better than yours. All right. Wow. And then let me see what's the other one. <laughs> he All just right. loves you. Yeah. Well, no. It's look. I understand. Look. At least that that's honest feedback. Um, I, it's as honest as, as we're gonna get. A little. Yeah. A little too honest, but okay, yeah. So then what do we have? Then the other one, and this one gets, this one's not, I guess, kind of political. He goes, Chris, you claim to be Puerto Rican. Uh, yes, I guess. Uh, I'm sure your Spanish is like your sex life, non-existent. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo tengo mucho hambre. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on the ex-con, ex-con terrorist Oscar Lopez Rivera being honored at the parade? Which is true. There was a guy who was a terrorist that they're honoring at the parade. And I think it's utter fucking madness. He should not be part of the parade. A lot of corporate sponsors are pulling out. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, uh, he goes, how do you feel about the corporate sponsorship being taken away? Uh, what do most New Yorkers feel about this topic? 
a lot of my friends on Facebook who are down in New York City when they're where, where the where the the big Puerto Rican Day parade takes place. Um, they're not happy about it. They do believe this guy's a fucking terrorist. The the mayor of now, of course, we're left wing. I'm we're very liberal. We're le- very left wing, but we're not left wing to the point of fucking being retarded. And the the mayor of New York City is is one of those people that's so left wing that he's that he's fucking damn near retarded. So he was actually supporting this guy, letting him be in the parade. Um, you know, and actually, I'll be honest with you, when I was a kid, because my birthday's, since my birthday is June 14th, you know, it's always around the second week of September, I mean, second week of June, the parade in New York City is always around the second Sunday in June, so with that being said, the parade is always around my birthday, and when I was younger, I used to go to the parade all the time with my friends, and, and, you know, it became like, you know, it was a reason to go hang out and meet people, you go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and everybody's there, just New Yorkers in peri- in general are there, because they want to see the floats, and they want to meet people, and it was a place to meet girls and hang out with your friends and then there'd be guys there drinking people there smoking weed and you know of course the you know the usual assholes come out and ruin it so um i didn't like the fact that that uh, oscar lopez rivera was going to be in the parade and i wouldn't if i was in new york city i wouldn't have gone to the parade i would have just avoided it and not that i have gone to even you know i haven't gone in a couple of years but uh, you know if i when you want to say that's my protest that would have been my protest because it was a bad idea there's so many better people to honor and hard working people to honor so um i would have i um you know so on a serious topic oscar's actually giving us a serious topic to talk about um i'm against it so i think with that we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes this episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema Psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. Because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. 
Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back, Paul. Okay, now here's some... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. To, to, to answer that first email, Oscar, by the uh-huh. way, yeah, I, I, I try to tell him, I try to give him a little tough love, but then he... Yeah, he, he he starts crying and then he goes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well, <laughs> this is something I sh- I should have I should have I should have addressed in the first half of the episode, but I think it's a big fucking topic and 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 it's sort of um it's sort of uh, serious. I've broken my sobriety. Yeah, part of, part of doing this podcast is I've always said you know clean and sober, clean and sober, clean and sober since technically uh, December twenty sixth, two thousand eleven. And not that I fucking plan on getting fucking wasted all the time and getting drunk all the time, but it was the 10 year anniversary of my friend who passed away. Like I just turned 40 and my friend died right a couple days after I turned 30. It's been 10 years. And he himself had turned 30 about a month before his birthday. So I mean, a month before his death. So he turned 30. It was his 10 year anniversary that he was gone. And I kind of was kind of feeling down and I had wanted a drink and I had a fucking drink. And so, you know, technically have I broken my sobriety? Yes. And, and, you know, it was always, I've always kind of held that as some like self-righteous fucking, you know, chip on my shoulder. Like I'm better than everyone because I don't fucking drink or I don't smoke pot or I don't do drugs or whatever. And I've broken that sobriety and it's sort of, and if anything, I've let myself down more than anything else. But it's also, it also comes to the point where, what what point was I trying to make? You know what I'm saying? I have to show a little bit of self-control. You know, you can't, and yes, okay, obviously the ultimate self-control is not drinking at all. But, you know, I can have, I can go out and have an adult beverage without being like the fucking wet blanket. I can go out and, you know, or even not even go out. That's, it's too fucking expensive to go out and drink. I could stay home and have a fucking beer if I wanted to because, you know, I'm a grown fucking ass man. I could do what the fuck I want. I'm not hurting anybody. I, I, I never, I, I don't think that you should have to, like, you can go out and have a drink, but it's very, it's very telling that all of a sudden you are, that you start, that you had one drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you, it kind of like, you know, when I, when I saw that I went, Look, I, I went, I, okay, I've, something's going on I've with turned, I've turned 40 and, you know, it's sort of, and it's not a midlife crisis. I think I went through my midlife crisis, you know, years ago. But it's a midlife crisis. It's sort of, you know, it's sort of just one of those deals where, like, you know, I kind of, I made my point. I spent half a fucking decade sober. You know, I'm starting to get my life in order. I'm trying to get my life in order. And not that I want to sabotage that by drinking, but I'm also letting go of, like, not, you don't have to be a fucking monk to fucking get shit done. You know, you can, you can have a drink, you know. Uh, you know, and I have no real fucking interest in smoking pot or anything like that. But, you know, if it was fucking legal or whatever, I'd say, okay, you know. But then again, under the same provisions where if, if I am going to get high, I'm not going to fucking 
fucking drive anywhere. I'm going to be, you know, if I'm going to get high, it's going to be in the fucking confines of my own home. But it's sort of, I agree. you know, and the same thing like drinking and driving. I, I think people who drink and drive are fucking utter pieces of shit. You know, have I done it in the past? Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, I don't intend on drinking and driving. When I did drink, I stood where the fuck I was for a while. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get in my car and drive anywhere. So, um, so I think I just needed to address that just because it's been part of the show since the beginning. I've been, you know, clean and sober up until this point. Still you know. making a habit. That's yeah, no, exactly. I'm not making a habit. I'm just trying to, um, you know, I'm trying to change things in my life. And I'm like, look, I spent all this time not drinking. It's not fucking helping. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, I, I think the other part is, is it doesn't help that you, you know, you are 40. You've tried to, from what I know of you, you've tried to, to get into these relationships and they've all turned to be turned out to be utter and complete shit yeah <laughs> you know what i mean the only good thing that came out of it was your daughter i mean so i mean there is some good to it but yeah i can understand if it, you know turning 40 my biggest my biggest thing that i've always had is you know i've always i've had my little bouts of kind of like depression like nobody really wanted me mm-hmm. not anything lately but some you know when i was in my 20s like you know mm-hmm. it kind of sucks you know you try to date women and they you know and i and i think that has something to do with let's face it i think that that does weigh on you a little bit yeah you know sucks. And rejection and sucks. Like, you know like rejection like three times in a month See, I mean, what you need to do what, I, what i'm saying to you is what you need to do is you need to harden yourself and, you know, I, I joke about, you know, all joking aside, I think you getting, just having, even if it's, it's random girls and I, you know, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not like all for this, but sex. what I'm saying to you is, is you have to like, you have to kind of build your confidence level to where when you see a girl that sits there and says to you, you know, um, oh yeah, I have anxiety. You can sit there and go, okay, wait a minute. Give me a little bit more information about this. And if they, they you know, give you this, like, weird vibe, be like, look, I'm not interested. Yeah, gotta because go. you got to be the one. See, that's the thing. Like, you got to be the one strong enough to say. Cray, cray. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, cray, cray. You got to be the one strong enough. And and honestly, some guys need to get laid. And, you know, I know, I know it's going to sound like you're like a, like a whore or something, but you're not. I'm just saying, like, you know, some guys just need to get laid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I should be fapping. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm, I'm not saying that you yeah. need to, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, it's, you have to be, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you won't, that you'll eventually find somebody and your life will finally settle down. You won't have to worry about stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But until then, you need to have your, you need to get yourself to a confident level where you can just be like, I like you, let's continue to date, whatever. Or if a girl, like, gives you the wrong sign, you're just like, look, we can be friends, you know, you know, I had a great time with you this one time, but, you know, I just think that we're not going to work out. That's yeah. where you need to be the strong person. See the red flag like, and bounce. Because that's the thing. Like, the more that you get rejected, the more you're going to sit there and be like, Ugh. because that's what happened to me. The more I got rejected, the more I went into a goddamn hole. And then I, myself, lost confidence, lost that confidence that I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of what you need to do is you need to build that confidence. And, you know, if, if getting laid is what, what it is, then honestly, get on Tinder and... <laughs> and I hate stop. I hope she's not watching this, but fuck, it's just fuck whatever you can, okay? Within yeah. reason. I mean, Within if it, if it makes the wall peel, don't Shallow do that. Shallow hell needs to go. But you know what I'm no. saying? Like you need to, you know, it's spread your wild oats, okay? Yeah. I you know, well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, and just you know, look, dude. 
I hate to say it, but all the chicks that you've dated have had some really fucked up problems. Yeah. Okay. And what I'm you saying know, to you is I you need, need to find... I need a decent person to just give me a shot. Just say, look, okay, yes, he may have, he may be have giant red flags, but let me, give me a chance to fucking, you know, like these chicks shut me down right from the fucking beginning. It was like, give me a fucking shot. Let me, give me a chance to try to prove to you that I'm a decent dude trying to do the right fucking thing who will do right you'll by find you. It, you'll find it. Because I'm not looking, I'm not looking to fuck around. I'm not looking to you'll find a chick like i have that's upstairs i mean, I mean not i not to say i don't want to say i sold i sold my wild oats but i mean i i'm beyond the point right now where if i was to get with someone serious it's not about like oh what else can i get who you know how can no. i up, how can i upgrade how can i upsell um, well you don't want it see that's what i'm saying to you like you don't you need to perceive things as i think the best example there's there's a guy i know that i work with that you know, he he always would sit there and be like, and and I f- still fuck with him to this day because he used to be this picky. He'd be like, oh, she's got a freckle, I can't date her. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, dude, dude. I'm like, I'm seeing this girl and she's like a fucking like nine out of ten. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're not gonna date her because she has a freckle? Yeah, it bothers me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you need to like like not do that. And and I said to him like, you know, he told me about a situation the other night. And I said to him. I was like, well, I'm like, let me put it to you this way. You said that the, the, the chick's cool, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I said to him, I was like, okay, so, you know, this girl's probably nervous. She's probably, you know, she really likes you, obviously. that That's an obvious thing, the vibe that I'm getting from what you're telling me. So just let it slide, you mm-hmm. know? You, you're the kind of, you know, if you really like this chick and she's cool and she's not like anything that you've dated before, let it slide and, you know, you know, continue on. Mm-hmm. And if she does it again, then, yeah, you got to make a decision. Do, do I really want to stay with this chick or whatever? You know, I don't really want to tell what that was, but, you know. Gotcha. Suffice to say, what I'm saying is, is you know, it's you're only going on dates. It's not saying you're going to put a ring on somebody in, like, two weeks. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? I'm just, I'm trying to work on myself to be a better fucking person so then I can find a better person. Um, all right, let's get to the nerdy news. And there's a lot. There's the, nerdy news? A lot of nerdy news. Okay. I think one of the bigger ones, in, at least in my life or whatever, I mean, it's sad that it's a stranger affected my life so much, but Adam West had passed away. It's a big one. 87, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. I think he passed from leukemia, and forgive me if I'm wrong, whatever. Long story short, is he passed away. Now, luckily, I mean, if you want to say luckily, uh, they were doing a second uh, animated movie, which they said all his parts were recorded for which is awesome so at least we get one more fucking shot to see or at least hear adam west as batman and this is and it's an interesting one because they're bringing in william shatner to do the voice of two-face um uh burt uh, burt ward is the voice of robin and i forgot which one is catwoman but one of the catwomen but i don't think it's julie newmar I think it's the other whatever. The point is, is that, you know, we get, we're kind of going to get, and I'm almost choking up when I say that, but, you know, we are kind of getting one last Batman for a lot of people who between 66 and 89, you know, before, before Michael Keaton gave us his Batman to a lot of people and a lot of people still never liked any of the newer incarnations of Batman. They liked the light night, the bright night. You know, to a lot of people, Adam West was Batman. And as as campy and, and as crazy and silly as that show was, you know, it entertained a lot of people. You know, it, <coughs> it took forever to come out on fucking Blu-ray and DVD. And a lot of people were very excited about it. He made a lot of people very happy. And, you know, and it kind of sucks. I mean, there was that, was that 
long chunk of his career where after Batman he couldn't fucking get a job to save his life because everyone remind thinks enough you know corny ass Batman. Luckily things kind of come full circle. You get a guy like fucking Seth MacFarlane who ended up grew up growing up watching Batman. You know, kind of giving you know helped you know gave fucking you know Mayor West of you know okay you know here's a you know I mean you're calling him Mayor West obviously it's not you know it's Adam, Adam West, West but it's not really Adam West but you know it's enough to. Uh, you know, give him a job, give him a career, introduce him to a whole new fucking generations of fans because, you know, a lot of people, like, when he passed away, they're like, oh, yeah. It's not Adam West, it's Adam Wee. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's saying it's Adam West and, 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 you know, and Mayor West, and it's a character, but, you know, it's, you know, and then even, you know, for people who listen to this podcast, if they listen to uh, Hollywood Babylon, which is, you know, podcast I listen to, um, Ralph Garman, who was a fan and friend of, of Adam West helped get him helped him get um, a star in the Walk of Fame, and because uh, Ralph Garman does voices on Family Guy also, and so it was sort of you know it was so awesome for Ralph to kind of um, you know do that for his friend and at least Adam West got at least that recognition before he passed away that you know that people would come in and and you know, and they were just I mean uh, Bat Dan one of Bat, Danny Duncan a fan of the show. Uh, he had recently gone to. Uh, he had recently. I want to say about two, three years ago. He went to a comic con and got a picture of him with. With. I mean, it cost him like 150 bucks. But I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, if look, people are paying 150 dollars for your, to take a picture with you. You know, it's 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 showing that you know you still have a fan base out there. Okay, and speaking of deaths, I mean, it's not new. She already passed away, but the Carrie Fisher autopsy. Mm. They said. They Tragic. have found now. Okay, Carrie Fisher was a tough fucking broad, you know, and 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 you know she fought the good fight for what it was. But uh, they when they did the autopsy on her body, they found cocaine, heroin, and ecstasy. And then like the cocaine and heroin, like that's like the fucking roller coaster. You know, cocaine gets you up, heroin gets you down. Um, he brings you back up, and it's like you know, and and you know, and I hate to say it, but you know, I kind of understand the heroin and cocaine. Not that I, I'm not justifying. I'm just saying is those are the more traditional drugs. Who the fuck is giving Princess Leia ecstasy? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and and well, but here here's the, I mean, I guess like you know, it, it goes to show once. It's hard to be. It's hard to uh, get away from the drugs. Yeah, because so, she was like in her late sixties, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, and think about this: if she if she hadn't if she hadn't taken those drugs, she would still be alive today. Yeah, we. I mean, well, yeah, she didn't overdose some other time, but you know, I, it, you know, it, but it just blows my mind that like, you know, what the what the fuck are you doing? You know, you think you get to a certain age and you sort of like say, okay, I'm gonna chill out. Yeah. Now. But cocaine, I mean, heroin, I am, and excellence. I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on her grave, but yeah, like I, I've kind of like processed that as you just kind of got your career back, mm-hmm. and you know, you were kind of. And as far from what I, mean, I heard, like she was. West, I mean, she, she was worked, worked in twenty years. Well, I mean, she was. She was advocate. Well, I mean, she probably didn't because well, of all right. the royalties and shit. But yeah, um, I mean, she. You know, here you are, you're back in the movie, you're back in the Star Wars thing, you probably made some good cash off of that. Like, and you're you're going to at least do one, maybe two more movies, like, what what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it also, show, it, it also shows that, like, if a person wants to fucking hurt themselves, they're going to hurt themselves. Because I'm pretty sure she's surrounded, she was probably surrounded by people who obviously didn't want her. Um, oh, <laughs> Chris says, uh. Uh, Bill Cosby cosplaying Lando. He's your pusher man. 
What a good looking girl we have here. Would you like a pudding pop? We're have some of this uh, galactic gargle blaster drink. That's so fucked up. (laughs) Come here and have this drink. It's like, it's like, (laughs) <laughs> he's like here drink this and she's like don't worry bill i'm already high already, already <laughs> fucked up as it is bill thank you very much i don't need anything from hey, you. let me give you some quaaludes <laughs> uh, i'm sorry that's kind of fucked up but still I'm general huxtable all right so that being said i mean okay so it just once again who the fuck is who the hell's taking ecstasy in their late 60s but you know yeah and, and i'm not and, and and it sounds weird i mean i'm talking about it very irreverently and, and no way am I disparaging her, her career and her lifestyle and, and everything like that, only because, I mean, she's meant so much to so many people. and, and But it's and, tough, dude. Like, you can't, like, just sit here and not talk about that. It's it's yeah, it's, it's a kind of, like, you know, it's that's one of those things where you sit there and you look at your child and you go, this is not what you do. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, that's kind of, like, why, like, I see how these actors are. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we lost Heath Ledger, for example. Heath Ledger was one of our one of the best like actors we had out there but because he was you know so engrossed in a role he took some he overdosed on a a drug that he was taking to settle his ass down Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i mean it's i I don't want to i would never want to be a part of that you know what i mean drugs are never drugs are drugs are bad Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay. Staying within the Star Wars universe. Okay. Lord and Miller, directors of the Lego movie, directors of uh, uh, Jump Street, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, producers of Last Man on Earth, who were directing um, the Han Solo movie. Were, were let go, fired, shit canned, whatever you want to call it. Were they fired or were they, did they walk away from it? I think they were fired because uh, the, the Lucasfilm or the division of Lucasfilm that now is owned by Disney has basically said, I think like they were making like a comedy. Which, I mean, I mean, you hired guys who fucking made 22 Jump Street, <laughs> you know, 20, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, and fucking... Uh, uh, What's the you know and 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 the Lego movie, and then you're gonna say not make a comedy? I mean I you know and of course you know obviously like the Star Wars movies do have comedy in them, but they're not comedies. But you don't hire guys who have done nothing but comedy and expect them to do something serious. Like you know like I do I do like how uh, how Ron Howard is the director. I think that's a good that's that's a good direction. Yeah. Well, because I, mean, <laughs> I I'm I'm just gonna be an ass. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be an ass and just say it. I just hope Tom Hanks doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Like, every single film that Ron Howard does, I feel like funny. Tom Hanks will show up. In. Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks as Princess Leia. <laughs> no, he's, just, he's like over... <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. He's like over... Luke, he, my brother! <laughs> he's like over in the bar. He's like, what can I get you? I'm like, what? No, no, Tom. <laughs> no. No, Tom, go away. <laughs> like, Tom, I love you, but yeah. stop. And by the way, by the way, speaking of Tom Hanks, like, I swear to God, like, any, and I use Tom Hanks as an example, like, any old actor, like, people are like this when they're in those movies today now. Like, Tom Hanks comes out in a movie and you're like, oh, this movie's going to do wonderful, and then it just bombs. It's like, wh- what happened? You know? Eh. I don't know. Well, I'll, we'll talk about shitty movies in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll get to there, because I got three shitty movies that I've seen personally. Um, oh, joy. Connections week. Okay, so let's see. We got okay. Uh oh, another so, comment. Yeah, no. Uh, Tom Hanks is a stormtrooper peeing. 
That's yeah, he does pee in every film. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He like peeing in Shawshank Redemption. Like we've had. That's the that that is the thing. Like people have co- like been in Star Wars movies that we didn't know. Like um James Bond there, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. Like he was a stormtrooper, and we never knew that he was in the film. Oh. I'm like, I'm like sitting there going, I, "Can I be a stormtrooper? Like, I'll fucking go in there and no, wear that Tom shit." Tom Hanks is going to be the gangster that that Han Solo wins the Millennium Falcon from, because they're playing a card game called Sabak, and I'm a real fucking nerd, so I know that. And so they have to have the scene where 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 Han Solo wins. Well, and so you get Tom Hanks and you fucking you fuck put his name. You put you put a scar on him and you give him a fucking like purple mohawk and you make him fucking look, you know, you give him like a crazy evil All right, voice. You're going box. a little too far. You're going a little you know, too like, far. Come man. on, let's Tom Hanks. If we're going to do it, let's do it the fuck up right. Or we could you or know, we could like a like, um, real gangster, you know. Give him a grill. What the fuck <laughs> is his name? I'm trying to think of the actor. He was in um the first Superman movie. For this new trilogy, uh, um, he was Superman's father. Um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Just put Kevin Costner in there. Let's fuck. If we want to really go old people, let's fucking do well, this no, shit. But I, was, I mean, you brought up Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is in every yeah. fucking Ron Howard movie. But that, 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 that's the thing. Like he's in like every single. He's like the main. That'd be kind of funny. Like all of a sudden he becomes Tom Hanks. <laughs> I would laugh. I would well, honestly I mean, just like, sit there and start you know, dying I mean, on the floor. Because this is the Han Solo solo movie. I mean, how far do the flashbacks go? What if we see baby Han Solo? Or like... Here's the thing. Here, you like know what? Maybe wait, like wait. his father abandoned and his father's played by Tom Yeah, Tom Hanks. Hanks. There you go. Yeah, Tom see. Hanks is, you know, Forrest Gump is, is Han Solo's dad. There you go. Uh, you know, but you'd have to make him, like, make him badass. Make him... Well, I don't... They're not going to curse in these movies, but... You know, it would be funny if they had cursing, but I mean, obviously, this movie was going to be some sort of comedy, some sort of at kind least of, what or, kind of like, more comedic than a sci-fi or comedic sci-fi. But, what uh, kind of like swearing would they have? Be like, "Hey, nerf herder, nerf herder, yeah. <laughs> hey, you gorkle, hey, you swore, throw him in jail, <laughs> you kiss your mother with that mouth." So, uh, so actually, Ron Howard is doing it now. You know, Ron Howard he directed Willow. That was a Lucasfilm movie, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yeah, Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, there was he had put in some serious consideration doing the, the Dark Tower movies, which obviously never f- came through. But you know, I mean, I, and, and obviously the guy is a fucking competent and and brilliant director. So the movie's going to be in good hands. It just like it's just so weird how it goes from Lord and Miller to fucking to, to uh, Ron Howard. Well, I, I think it, I think it tells you something when it goes from these guys that are making a comedy to a, a director that usually does serious movies. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of sitting there seeing where. Disney wants to go with this, yeah. so hopefully it'll it'll be really good, you know. And I'm, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sh- I look. I don't remember. I don't know. Hopefully it's still I'm on track. Sh- too. I'm pretty sure Ron Howard has done like one or two comedies. Yeah, you know, probably back in the day. Did he direct Splash? No, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I maybe mean, once again I'm thinking about fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> Uh, Ron Howard comedy. I hope it's just not like all. Oh, look, Jesus Christ! The first fucking he did Splash. Okay, he did. <laughs> he did that stupid movie, The Dilemma, with uh, Vince Vaughn. He did Polar Express, I think. Polar Express, but like, I'm talking comedy. Uh, how the suit? How the Grinch stole Christmas? Uh, uh, Parenthood. I don't know if that's really a comedy, but I know a lot of people like it. Um, that- okay, he did Splash. Splash is a fucking. A lot of people like Splash. So, I mean, you know. I think he did Polar Express, didn't he? No, no, he did Polar Express. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, no, 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 no. Polar Express was, um, what's his face? That's the guy who did, uh, Robert Zemeckis did Polar Express. Because that's when he was in his whole, like, I'm going to make 3D movies. Oh, yeah, okay. No. Well, but, and because. Look, he directed because Splash. Because I think it's. For me. I, I'm pretty sure that's his company, though. Mm-hmm. And then, but. All right, so we got, we got. 
Okay. Ron Howard, he's gonna do a good job. Okay. Um. All right. We can skip this classic. Classic SNES. I'm more excited it. about it. Paul's excited about it. I can give two shits. Do you, you want to know why I'm excited because about it? Because they didn't do anything no, 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 with no, no, the regular no, 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 NES. No. So you want to know why I'm excited gonna... about that? Because I used to play that shit all the time. And here's the other thing: I can go and get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time and play it on that fucking shit. I love that game. Is it on there? Is it going to be installed on It's there? not going to be on there, but I'm pretty sure you can play old NES games on there. You couldn't do that with the other you can the get NES. You can get the, the... What's that? The the one no, you did could for you the could. Nintendo. You could play old cartridges? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I was mistaken. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, I, I really... Turtles in Time? Yeah. I mean, don't was worry. One of I my would favorite love games. to play... I mean, obviously, like, for me, like, Super Metroid was my shit. F-Zero was my shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can... I, you know... I mean, it, would I have fun with it? Yeah, but I'm not exactly running out the same way I didn't run out and get the classic NES, the regular NES, because it's like it's not expandable. They give you those bullshit fucking controllers that are short, and they and they should have just made it a USB port. And so, I mean, does it look cool? Is it would it be nice on your on your shelf or whatever? Yeah, but I'm not gonna, I'm not excited. And I like and I grew up playing a Nintendo. I had Nintendo and a Super Well, Nintendo. my my kid my kid loves like Mario games for some odd reason. So mm-hmm. I would just I would yeah, he would the, love ori- that. the original Mario Kart was on on that. So yeah, so, that, that would be awesome. So okay. Uh, more nerdy news. Uh, Danny Elfman. Da, na, 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 na. The guy who gave us the classic Batman, and of course a bunch of other, you know, the Simpsons theme and a billion other themes. You know, Spider Man. He did, you know, the the 2002 Spider Man, but not no one can really remember that Spider Man one. You know, uh, Pee Wee Herman. You know. He's uh, Beetlejuice, you know. Dun, 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 Danny Elfman has is being brought on to the Justice League movie, hmm. and I'm wondering if it has to do with uh, with uh, uh, what's his face, um, Joss Whedon mm-hmm. taking over. Because um, before all these all these other movies, all these the Su- Superman, Batman v Superman were all. Um, they were scored by Hans Zimmer, right? And then they also had kind of the the the, the DJ Junkie XL, right? Uh, they were kind of collaborating together, and I guess uh, Joss Whedon told Han, holds Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL have a nice day, you know, is <laughs> your paycheck, and he's getting Danny Elfman. So that's going to be interesting because you know Danny Elfman's written the iconic fucking Batman theme, and what are the chances we'll hear? Da, 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 da. Oh, and it says, okay, Chris Mount says, uh, Joss Whedon was a big, must be a big Oingo Boingo fan. Well, I mean, well, yeah, because Oingo Boingo, that was, uh, that was, uh, Danny Elfman's original, like, band from, like, the super duper early 80s. Right. But, I mean, it's all owned by Warner Brothers. It's not like it's going to violate any kind of copyright. No. But. I don't see them doing, well, see, if, you know. If I see Batfleck. And I hear da na 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 na. I, I may I may blow my pants right off. Can I, my, can I the be cum, honest with you? The cum will pull my pants right off my legs, and sh- I will destroy the screen if because the cum because I <laughs> okay, like okay, I like stop. Batfleck <laughs> stop and I like the Danny Elfman Batman. And I'm not saying have that be the whole movie because it's not Batman. It's the Justice League movie. But I want when Batman's doing his fucking thing. I want to hear. Or even like, even if like it's real gentle, there'll be like a scene of Batman. I don't think we're gonna see that, but what? I mean, it's I, I kind of hope. Brother. I kind of hope that Josh does. Josh. Josh Whedon. Josh. Basically, uh, I'm just gonna say it. I hope they change the Batman suit. I hated the Batman suit. Oh yeah, where he looks like. Where he looks like fucking from Watchmen. Yeah, like. 
Well, it's, I mean... I mean, other than, like, like I said, from the mask, like, the mask is fine. But from that, like, the whole suit, you're looking at it like, it's this is the owl suit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. So, I, I kind of hope they change that a little bit. It's, um, it's so weird that we're living in a, day, in a day where, like, you know, the Justice League movie changes. Has, I mean, I, that's different because someone died, you know, whatever. I, I, we're, know. we're living in a day where we're, Josh Whedon has done a Marvel film an Avenger, and now he's working on DC th- That The Avengers movies... Yes. The first time we were seeing an Avengers movie and technically the first Justice League movie are directed by the same fucking guy. Um, but uh, I wasn't going to say that uh, I Oop. think oh, Bob the Goon cameo. Uh, I'll be honest with you, that that reference is over my head, Chris. I don't know who Bob the Goon is and I shouldn't. Maybe I'm... I'm, maybe I'm... Moving on oh, to the Bob, next oh, thing. Oh, Bob from, from like Batman part of the first one? Bob uh, the Joker's side man? Sidekick? Um... Yeah, but so uh, so Danny Elfman's going to be doing um, the score, and it's so weird. It's like once again, you know, how do you, you? I mean, Hans Zimmer is a great fucking artist, and Junkie XL, I'll give his respect to, but to kick out Hans Zimmer and to bring in Danny Elfman, and don't be wrong, Danny Elfman is just as powerful, but they're two different worlds, right? But it's obviously showing that they're going to lighten it up because Hans Zimmer does dramatic shit, Danny Elfman does lighthearted shit. So I think Joss Whedon is trying to change the tone of of the movie. Okay, so mentioned a moment ago we had mentioned shitty movies. Let's talk about some shitty movies, people. It's been three or four weeks since our last episode. And let's make so, it quick so I don't been, die from sleep. And I've depression. been going, I've been going to fucking Paul's job and watching some fucking movies. And stalking and, me. And he's not fucking he's not giving me a penny or and giving me a discount me. or anything like that. Okay. First one, the mummy. Which Oddly enough, and it's gonna the movie sucked. Don't get me wrong, the movie sucked. It was better than I thought it was gonna be. You know, it's got Tom Cruise being fucking Tom Cruise. It's the most Tom Cruise movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, they got the hot chick who's playing the the mummy. Uh, spoiler alert, which I think if you haven't got if you gotten this part this long in, uh, you don't really care about spoilers. They show like vampire skulls. They show like a hand from like the creature from the Black Lagoon. They right. obviously want this to be part of the bigger dark universe where they're going to bring in the Wolfman and Bride of Frankenstein and the Invisible Man. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be, but it was still kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they spend the whole movie with this hot chick being the mummy. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. You have five seconds to fucking stop this podcast if you want to hear it. Basically, uh, uh, Tom Cruise, you know, saves the day by stealing her power. So now he becomes the mummy. So this whole movie called The Fucking Mummy isn't really about... I mean, I was like, how the fuck... Because I'm like, how are they going to bring him back if he's not the mummy? Well, they made him the mummy because they he steals her powers and kills her or whatever. So now he's stuck being the mummy. And I don't think it's a very... And from what I understand, like, I think they're probably not going to do any more of these movies. Because, you know, if they got to pay Johnny Depp and they got to pay Javier Bardem and they got to pay fucking... Well, um, you know, who's the other ones? They, they're like one or two. You know, the rumor is it, it will be uh, the rumors. Brighter Frankenstein will be Angelina Jolie. But that's the rumor. Um, so basically, it, this is and we're, you're going to get the Transformers anyways, probably mm-hmm. real quick in a minute. But these these movies aren't doing well over here because they're sci fi movies. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying the one thing that I keep saying and I will continue to say. And I said it when, when Ghost in the Shell was out. Nobody wants to watch sci fi movies. So what's happening is, is these movies, yes, they're being made. They maybe do like Transformers didn't even hit a hundred million, and that was over a five-day period. Um, 
the thing is, is with these movies, yeah, it doesn't do well here, but overseas it just it just explodes. Yeah, it does like two to three hundred million dollars overseas, and like way surpasses its budget. So while you know, like you know, the perfect example we always come back to is um oh god what is the name of that movie robots big robots fighting aliens pacific rim pacific rim Mm -hmm. it didn't do really well over here but did huge overseas that's why they brought it back to do another one because it's It's it did so well overseas that's the thing if they're gonna make a shitload of money they're gonna do that see the problem like i like i keep saying and and and, and, you know we've seen several examples the, the recent example would be power rangers would be uh, Ghost in the Shell, Transformers now, The Mummy, uh, even Alien Covenant. These movies are not doing what they should be doing. But you take them overseas, and, they yeah. explode. And, you know, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, while we may not ever see a Ghost in the Shell movie again, or a follow-up movie, you will see a, probably another Mummy movie or the, the universe that they're putting yeah. it in. Same thing with Con... Well, see, here, here it's, it's really weird because... You get these films that they are sci-fi, but then they come in and it's like, like Kong, for example, did really well. It didn't, it didn't do like up here well, where it's like, like Wonder Woman or like a, a Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's not up here, but it, it was like, it was in between shit and really fucking good. So that's where you want to be if you're one of those movies. Mm-hmm. You want to be right in the middle. So that's where Kong was. It was very surprising how well it did. And, you know, so we're starting to see, like, okay, what what are people looking for? Um, Planet of the Apes, as much as it's getting really good reviews, the one that's about to come out here, yeah. I don't think that's going to do anything. I think I think that's going to bomb. I mean, we, have, we had, uh, let's see, Captain Underpants came out. It did really well the first week, and then it just went... Yeah. I mean, kids movies. Oh. Kids movies didn't really do well. Pirates of the Caribbean. I've actually heard is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. This one, I, I've heard people make the comparison that it's as good as the first and the second one. So I'm wondering. And I thought the third one was pretty good too, mind you. Um, the fourth one, we don't even talk about that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I see like this all like that's why like Disney still has pirates actually in theaters because. They're trying to wring it out as much as possible because a lot of people are sitting there going, "Yeah, you people need to go see it. it was really good." I had a I had a guy come in and he's like, "Is it going to be really good?" I said, "I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about this film." Came out of there, he's like, "Dude, that was one of the best films I've seen this summer so far." So I don't know if have you seen that one? I kind of snuck in to see the ending of it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. Stop sneaking into films. Um, but yes, you need. To, I want you to go watch that and I want you to tell me how it is because I really want to see. Well, you that. know what I snuck into also. <laughs> All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Yeah. The Tupac movie, which let me tell you, was better than I thought it was gonna be. Now, once once again, I only saw like the last forty five minutes. Of that's it. that's another movie that that kind of did really. The one bad. thing I gotta say about it, okay, the acting isn't that great. The people they they hire actors who don't really look like the people they're representing. It's just, and it's hard to do that in a movie, especially with a movie with the budget that that movie probably had. You know, but if you know what who Biggie Smalls looks like, if you know what Faith Evans knows looks like, you know what Tupac Shakur looks like, you know what Suge Knight looks like. You know, they hired people that kind of look like them, and they yeah. kind of they kind of act like them. But one thing I do got to say about the movie is that 
There, and all, all eyes on me. A lot of the movie, they took, like, when you saw footage of, like, like the night Tupac died, he got into a fight in the lobby of a casino. They almost recreate that. Now, it's in the movie. They're acting. But they almost recreate it to, like, the fucking T. And then, like, there's a picture, like, later on where, like, Tupac's in the car with Suge Knight and Suge Knight's driving. And they kind of play up to that moment. And then the guy comes and takes the picture. And, like, and it's sort of like, is that guy, it looks, is he about to pull out a gun? No, he pulls out a camera and takes a picture. You know, there's a couple of things. And not that I'm the biggest Tupac fan, but I have friends that are Tupac fans and like, you know, hearing the story and everything like that. And I'm pretty sure a little bit was, uh, you know, a lot of sins were washed away because it's his story. But um, I mean, like what they did to try to get to accuracy was fucking awesome. I mean, it was the guy who played Snoop Dogg was laughable. The guy didn't even fucking resemble Snoop Dogg, but he kind of did his voice. So they kind of like you kind of buy it because the guy's like, okay, he's kind of doing a halfway decent Snoop Dogg. But I mean... All eyes on me. If the, if you're a fan of Tupac, you're gonna like the movie. You know, and and I enjoyed it for what it was. And I'm not a fan of Tupac, but I'm familiar enough with his work and and, right. and, and his story that I enjoyed it for what it was. So if, if if that's your thing, then you're gonna like the movie. And uh, and let me tell you, I went when I was there opening night or whatever, and the fucking theater was packed. It was. I haven't of all these weeks that I've been going to the movies and stuff like that. Like since I've kind of like turned oh, that, my, since I turned myself around and I have a couple dollars to go to the movies. That's the most packed I've seen a the theater. The next the, in, a, in one night. The next night it did like, it did like uh, over a hundred people for for the the seven and the nine o'clock show. So. Well, and I found out that was Tupac's birthday too because I didn't know that. But that that night he did really well. It's it's kind of went downhill from there because um, Jada Pinkett Smith, who's also part of this story, mm-hmm. well, um, she knew him and she right. Knew him she and... said that the story was complete and other shit, mm-hmm. and that people should not even watch it. And I, I think that's actually affected it because it's gone. It's dwindled down to like nothing. Yeah, I mean, she and, went, she went to high school with him and stuff. Like and that. and also like what was it? Um, what was the other thing? Uh, and I, I, nobody's nobody's actually confirmed this, but apparently in the movie there's a scene, and I think this is just somebody made a rumor about this. Like he had an iPhone and then he had an iWatch. I think that's I think that's bullshit. But somebody said that 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 was in the the actual movie, which I, I I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. But if it is, then that actor that director fucked up pretty bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you know, this summer has kind of been like you got your Wonder Woman, you got your. You know, Beauty and the Beast has been has been the best movie so far, mm-hmm. uh, money wise. Uh, Fast and the Furious did really well too. Problem is, is when you have like fifty thousand different showtimes of it, mm-hmm. you don't feel it. But um, it's just it, this summer's started out like shit. Just mm-hmm. it, it hasn't done as well as it should have. And you know, the problem is, is you know, if it doesn't get any better, like I'm worried about my industry. You know, I'm starting to get a little worried because the. You know, you're not getting these films that are, they're not doing that well. And here's the thing, like, even if these luxury theaters are selling out, they, they're only selling out in these 30, 30 to 50 seat theaters. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're doing in our theaters, like about 50 people per, for some of these shows, you know, and it, it's also this stupid fucking, this 3D is going to help them. 3D doesn't help. 3D destroys some of these films. Transformers, I can guarantee you we would have done at least probably 50 to 100 more people a day if we didn't have one more uh showtime of it and speaking of transformers let's get this dig into this fucking thing okay i should have known better i went i've seen every one of these movies i've seen every one of these movies in the theater and i've probably seen every one of these movies within the first week of when they came out this was no different it was long it was fucking convoluted to the point where it didn't make sense i know it's not supposed to make sense 
or, or at the very least um, if you try to watch it into the context of the other movies once again it doesn't make sense because you know you know in one movie they're trying to blow up the sun and collect the sun's power and another movie they're trying to do this to do that and one movie they send all the 12 primes come to earth and and they're doing this and so now and here spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert like the transformers like they go and they mention that these 12 robots come to fucking earth and they're 12 and they refer to them as primes and the other movie said oh primes and apparently those primes helped join the 12 knights of the round table <laughs> and so and then and then uh, all the robots combine together to make like this three-headed dragon and it's like this weird convoluted story. well then what happened to them shielding themselves and holding the key of destiny or whatever the fuck it was from the first movie you know, they call them the 12th. They're still alive by the time we get to modern day. And I'm like, didn't we see their bodies all frozen in a ball? Unless it's 12 different fucking robots, 12 different primes. And then, you know, Optimus Prime goes to Cybertron. And Cybertron is coming to Earth to help this Earth. And then the bad guy, the bad lady, if you want to call her that, her name is Quintessa. For fans of the Transformers, the robots that actually help build the Transformers are called the Quintessons. Her name's Quintessa. Ha 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 ha. You know, because it would have been confusing to have robots, big giant robots that are just heads with eight fa- five faces on them spinning around all the time um you know i mean a lot of action shit that just made no sense i mean you still had uh you know john goodman's character you kind of had the samurai robot you had you know bumblebee then there's this whole other yellow robot called canopy who you think is only in the commercial but it's not it's a whole other fucking robot who's yellow and I'm like, why the fuck can you see Bumblebee's mouth? And no, that's because that, that's a whole other robot. They could have chose any other fucking color, but they chose to make him yellow. Um, then they start introducing the Decepticons. And there's a part where, like, Megatron makes a deal with the humans to help to release captured Decepticons. All of these guys they met, they, they show in the movie. None of them have been in any of the other movies. No one from the cartoon. Not even the same names or anything like that. You know, there's a guy like Mohawk and... And, and nitrous Zeus and, 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 you know, like stupid, like crazy you know, onslaught. I think onslaught was like a onslaught was, yes. Was in one, was in one of the movies or whatever. But so they released, they, you know, they released these trans. And then when, when Megatron is naming the Decepticons that he wants to help the humans to release, it turns into lock, stock and two smoking barrels. Like, like you kind of like, you see their name and they're kind of like, you know, they're being all like, oddly gangster and shit like that i heard it was more like a, a suicide squad kind yeah, of like thing. a suicide squad exactly when they're introducing all the bad guys when they're introducing all the characters of suicide squad they do that with the decepticons and like that's so never happened in any of the other movies so like it was so out of place and you know no nothing anything nothing anyone does makes sense and then it's sort of weird because you got like you got the u.s military then you got the anti-transformer force and then you got the Transformers. And the Transformers are all in hiding. Then you got the military that's kind of... They don't like the Transformers, but they'll help the Transformers. Like, the military is sort of like, look, we know the Autobots are the good guys and the Decepticons are the bad guys, but we can't officially help any of them. We can't help right. the Autobots. Then you got the anti-Transformer team who's sort of like, we're going to kill everyone. We're going to kill all the Autobots and Decepticons. If it's a robot, we're going to kill it. But then you got Josh Duhamel who's sort of playing like a double agent where he's on... He's acting like he's former military on the anti-transformer team, trying to convince like the leader of the tra- anti-transformer team, no, the, the Autobots are the good ones, don't kill them. But then like you know, but then the guy kind of sees the light, but he doesn't see the light, and it's it's like 
fucking so convoluted there it doesn't need to be convoluted and then there's you know the knights of the round table and 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 the robots and then all of a sudden they give merlin the fucking this staff and now they need the staff and they're like you know every movie needs something that they need to chase and and they buried the staff in merlin's coffin but there's, there's a big fucking spaceship under the bottom of the ocean and it's like it's this big fucking convoluted story and then here we go super duper spoilers unicron the ultimate you know unicron is supposed to be the ultimate evil the opposite of cybertron unicron is earth earth is unicron and so these big points these big horns start growing out of earth and they say oh that's unicron because of those characters familiar with unicron he does kind of have horns coming out of his head not six just two but he has horns coming out of it. and then like the movie cops out by leaving it at the end where like they don't introduce unicron but they're going i'm assuming if there's a part six they'll be introducing unicron where earth is unicron so well there's supposed to be a sixth movie what a yeah. fucking cop out you know they had hot rod and for some reason hot rod had a french accent but he says he doesn't need a french accent but hot rod was like a sports car it was kind of stupid um you know yeah. I, I it was just just such a fucking cop out all right i know we're, we're, we're running late okay uh let me just say uh we, we had the black panther trailer looks good i'm not gonna get into details it just looks fucking awesome we'll let those details unroll as we get to them um uh for those if you like the show orange is a new black and <laughs> oscar mentioned earlier there's a show on 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 netflix called wentworth which is basically orange is a new black but in australia yeah but it's and this one but it's not even trying to be funny it's serious all the way through i i've been watching the first season it's been pretty good um and okay here my last i went to go see this movie rough night with uh with what's her face um from the avengers and ghost in the shell what's her face uh scarlett johansson scarlett johansson one of the girls from broad city who i believe wrote the movie also um zoe kravitz ran uh, uh, kravitz's daughter lenny kravitz's daughter who's absolutely fucking gorgeous mind you what a horrible horrible movie that movie was so not funny i mean literally I was in a theater and people were not laughing. It was awkward. I went in and I paid to see this fucking movie. And it was so bad. I ha- I think I laughed more watching the fucking Tupac movie. And that's what I snuck into right after I, I saw Rough Night. Um, it was very bad, very stupid. It's about these women having a, a bachelorette party. They accidentally killed a stripper. And now their whole job is like trying to get rid of his body before the cops find out. Which anyone who's like me knows there was a movie like that years ago with a bunch of guys called Very Bad Things. It starred John Favreau, uh, uh, Christian Slater, um, the guy who did the voice of uh, from the Wonder Years. You know, one of the, the, the thieves from, from Full House. Full House, not Full House. Um, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy. You know, the guy who does the, the, the one of the, not Joe Pesci, the other bandit. He's in it. Uh, once again, John Favreau, Christian Slater, uh, 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 um, what's her face from Charlie's Angels and, and The Mask. Um, something about Mary. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. The blonde, um, the blonde chick. Um, God, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, she's in it also. It's a, it's a much funnier, it's a very dark movie. It's very, very dark because it's all about guys and they and, and the guy's having sex with the stripper and her head gets stuck on a hook in the wall while he's fucking her and he slams her up against the wall but there's a hook there and it goes through her fucking head and so their their job is to get rid of the body and then christian slater's like this is just a 110 pound problem which is you know really fucked up so if you want to see a better version of that movie go rent very bad things once again it's a very dark movie but it's oh daniel stern thank you very much chris miles uh blue thunder and chud <laughs> home alone blue thunder Thank you. At least you know someone's watching. Um, so with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. That's, That's what she what said. She said. 
Uh, please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, uh, you can find links to our iTunes pages. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us and subscribe to us on your iPhone, iPad, iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, uh, well, look up look up the blonde chick from Something About Mary. <laughs> um, if you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. That's how I listen to most of my podcasts. Um, you can listen to you know, Chris Hardwick's The Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Modcast, and of course, Paul's other baby, the Toonami Faithful Podcast. All are available on Stitcher. Of course, Cinema PsyOps, our other buddies out there in, uh, in the Midwest. Um, what I do is I put on listen later. I put it on download o- available offline. So you don't have to kill your data. You don't have to kill your battery. You can just listen to, uh, your podcasts, you know, and actually if you're listening to podcasts and not killing your battery and not streaming them, um, your battery will last a long time. You know, uh, that's what I do. I listen to it in my car or if I'm trying to goof off somewhere, um, that, you know, we can, uh, that's how I listen to my podcast. And of course our hosting site. The people who we can do this without the SoundCloud, which is available for iTunes and Android devices. I tried my best to make sure I make all the episodes downloadable, but you could find us on SoundCloud. Um, just on SoundCloud, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, and there's a SoundCloud.com. Uh, let me see what else. If you want to write to us, like Superfan Oscar. And once again, thank you, Chris Mounts, for, for contributing to the podcast well, live here on Facebook. Uh, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Once again, all spelled out, two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook. We're on Facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. Once again, all spelled out, Facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. One day we'll set up a Patreon, but until then, we want your money, we need your money. But if you can't spare a dime or a penny, it takes two seconds to like and share this on your page. Uh, share and like this particular episode. Share the entire page in and of itself. Any kind of uh, anything, uh, any little bit helps on promoting the show. Uh, we do have a, a Two Strangers One Podcast network group, which oddly enough, I haven't really added any of my friends to. I've added a whole bunch of strangers to. Pretty much anyone who's ever act- interacted with the page, I've added as a friend to be part of that page but if you want to check it out you can look up the two strangers one podcast group um we're on twitter at stranger podcast um all the episodes that you can't find (laughs) on itunes or you can't find on stitcher or you can't find on soundcloud you can find on youtube just go on youtube and search for two strangers one podcast once again all spelled out um i'm probably backlogged a couple episodes but those are the ones all the ones that were before we switched over from uh what was the old site podomatic before we switched over to soundcloud so you can find every single five years if you want to stalk me if you're a girl and you want to find out more about me find out what the fuck i've been doing for the past five years and Download every single episode or just listen to them on Facebook. I can't tell you to like and subscribe, and I can't tell you to click on the ads, but if you did, it would certainly be helpful. Um, But then again, more than half our videos are not monetized because either content or copyright because I've played... Because Chris continues to use intros. Because I've played 30 seconds of a song that all of a sudden is the end of the fucking world. Yes. As we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, and you can also find my Stranger Vlogs, which I'm so behind on. I'm probably like literally a year a year behind on my Stranger Vlogs. Um, and with that, and Paul still hasn't gotten his his press pass to New York Comic Con. 
So hopefully, let's not talk about that because I want to kill them. Hopefully, by the next episode, we'll have better news about that. Uh, But I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Now you made me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Girl. Stop playing with your nipples. Um, you can uh, ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Girl. And, of course, you can listen to me, as Chris said, on the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Please tune into that every week. It's also on SoundCloud. Uh, we're all over the place, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, and uh, Toonami's awesome, so fuck you, Oscar. <laughs> Well, to each their own. Hey, look, Tsunami's getting me into fucking. Uh, Tsunami's getting me into into New York Comic Con, so you know that's gonna Damn be a straight. lot of fun. All right. Well, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Kelsey, please don't kill Paul. <laughs> She's gonna kill you, not me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. You should be fapping. And thank you for putting up with all my bullshit. I need this podcast. I need to fucking vent. <laughs> it's cheaper than therapy. And it keeps me out of fucking jail. And we're out. <laughs> thank you. Count the dark. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want your Double here? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic I feel you, Eric. Lynette. And I, I, oh, fucking... Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... So, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fucking, she's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like... Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. 
The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. I believe that was the joke. I believe I can fly. I believe I can cry. I believe I commit suicide. I think about it every night and day. Please don't sing. Take some pills and pass away. Jesus Christ. I believe I can cry. What is this with you singing today? Tie some rope around until. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get recording here, okay? Stop trying to kill yourself. <laughs>